the importance of operating in the power gifts. The importance of operating in the power gifts. And I will be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 to 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 to 10, where the Bible says that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Hallelujah. I want to start my presentation by emphasizing that we cannot do without the Holy Spirit. We cannot do without the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Zechariah chapter 4 and verse number 6, Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It never works in the energy of the flesh. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse number 9, the last part of that verse, it says, By strength no man shall prevail. No one ever prevails by human effort in this kingdom. We need the ministry, the support, the assistance of the Holy Spirit. Jesus speaking in John chapter 16 and verse number 7, he said, It is to your advantage that I should go away. Because when I go away, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, shall come. Praise the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is a generous spirit. He's a supplier. He gives. And there are so many things that he gives. We don't have time to go into that. But one of his supplies are what we call the gifts of the spirit also called spiritual gifts these are spiritual abilities somebody shout with me spiritual abilities spiritual gifts are spiritual abilities given to a believer by the holy spirit to accomplish divine assignments Spiritual abilities bestowed upon the believer by the Holy Spirit to accomplish divine assignments. And the passage of scripture we've read, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 to 10, gives us a listing there of nine gifts of the Spirit. Nine gifts of the Spirit. And Bible scholars have made life easy for us because they have divided the nine gifts into three broad categories. So we have revelation gifts. 
which are discerning of spirits, word of knowledge, and word of wisdom. And then we have the power gifts. Power gifts, which comprise gifts of healings. Take note of that. The Bible talks about gifts of healings. And then working of miracles and faith. The third category are the gifts of speech or speaking gifts, if you like. Vocal gifts, prophecy, diverse kinds of tongues. Take note of that. It's not the gift of tongues, but diverse kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues. And in this discussion, we are really focusing on the power gifts which are, once again, gifts of healing, working of miracles, and faith, the gift of faith. Now, my focus within the time that I have is to really look at the necessity of operating in the power gifts the gifts of healings, the gift of working of miracles, and the gift of faith. So quickly, let's look at why is it important? Is it necessary for us as ministers and for us as a church to allow the power gifts to manifest in our lives? Please, if we're on the same page, shout hallelujah. Number one, for the rescue of mankind. For the rescue of mankind, thereby, hear this, manifesting God's love, grace, and power. We need to exercise power gifts in the church and in our ministries. For the rescue of mankind, thereby manifesting, hear this, the grace of God, the love of God, and the power of God. The Bible talks about our Lord Jesus, who operated in the power gifts, as we know. In Acts chapter 10 and verse number 38, it talks about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good, doing good, doing good, doing good. Now hear this. And healing all who were oppressed by the devil. We need to be used by God. We need to allow ourselves to be channels for the manifestation of the grace, the love, and the power of God to mankind. By allowing the power gifts to manifest in and through us. So that when the power of God is manifested in healing, in miracles, in the rescue of mankind from their predicaments. Then people will be drawn to our God. People will be drawn into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Look at the ministry of Jesus. His ministry was full of multitudes. Why? Because he allowed in part, power gifts to operate and in and through him. As a result, multitudes were drawn to him. Look at this. 
in Matthew chapter 4, verses 23 to 25. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23 to 25. The Bible says that Jesus went throughout Galilee, preaching and teaching in the synagogues. Now hear this. And healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. All kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. And then he says, and the fame of him went throughout Syria. The result was what? Multitudes from everywhere. Multitudes that were given to us. We are surrounded in our communities with multitudes of people that are in need of rescue. Medical science is giving up on all kinds of sicknesses and diseases. And people are hopeless. They need hope. And I believe that the church of the living God is the only hope of our time. The only hope of our time. But what kind of church are we talking about? We are talking about a church that has allowed the Holy Spirit to take his rightful place. The church that has allowed the Holy Spirit to manifest his abilities, to manifest his gifts. And among them are the power gifts. When people get healed, they will see the love of God in and through us. When people get delivered, they will see the grace of God in and through us. And that is what will draw them to our God and our Savior. Praise the name of Jesus. In Acts chapter 5 and verse number 12, the Bible says, And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. The result was multitudes flocked to Christ. Multitudes flocked to Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. Number two here in the interest of time. Number two. Why do we need the power gifts in the church? Number two. To enhance the preaching of the gospel. To enhance the preaching of the gospel. To enhance the preaching of the gospel. Now, uh, was it Kenneth Hagin? who called miracles as God's dinner bell. Amen? When a miracle is worked, people have no choice but to come in their multitudes to pay attention to what you are saying. To what you are saying. Hallelujah. I believe that that is what differentiates the church from other gatherings and other institutions. Power. When power is demonstrated, People have no choice but to listen to what you are saying. In Acts chapter 8, you remember verses 5 to 8, when the man of God, evangelist Philip, went down to Samaria. The Bible says, um, let me read a part of it. In Acts chapter, uh, Acts chapter 8, verses 5 to 8. Now hear this. It says there, that Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. Verse number 6. And the man spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. So Philip operated in the power gifts. When he went down to Samaria, he manifested and demonstrated the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says, multitudes, not one, two, three families, sir, but multitudes with one accord. 
heeded the things that Philip spoke. Why? Because there was a demonstration of power. A demonstration of power. Miracles took place. Miracles manifested. Because the Bible says in verse number 7 that unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of men who were demon possessed and men who were paralyzed and lame were healed and there was great joy in that city. Revival broke out at the instance of the manifestation of power gifts among the people. Praise the name of Jesus. So the preaching of the gospel can only be enhanced when we allow the gifts of the Holy Spirit, especially the power gifts, to manifest in our midst, in our meetings, in our services, in our crusades. Praise the name of Jesus. I'm sure you know the story of Enias in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 9, verses 32 to 35. The man Enias was bedridden, the Bible says, for eight years. For eight years. But when Peter visited him, he said, Enias, Jesus Christ heals you. And the man immediately jumped out of bed. And that story went around. The Bible says that the people of two towns came to Christ. The people of Leda and the people of Sharon came to Christ in mass. The whole town of Leda, the whole town of Sharon came to Christ. Came to Christ. I agree with someone who said that one miracle can do more than a hundred sermons. When there is no power, you can preach your lungs out. Nobody is going to listen to you. And I believe that we as a church, especially here in Malawi, we need to do more to cooperate with the Holy Spirit and allow his power, allow his gifts to be manifested in and through us so that multitudes of our unbelieving people can be turned to Christ. And I pray it shall happen in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray it shall happen in the name of Jesus. I pray it shall happen in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, when Jesus began to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people, the Bible says his fame went throughout all Syria. His fame went throughout all Syria. And they continue to bring their situations to the Lord. Now listen to me. I pray this hour that the gifts of the Holy Ghost shall operate in and through us like never before in the name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus. Is it Jesus himself made a statement. I think I need to read this. John chapter 4 verse 48. He said, unless you people see signs and wonders you will by no means believe you will by no means that is no amount of preaching will convince you all i need now is to just demonstrate power all i need is to work some sign here to work some wonder because that is only way that is going to uproot you from your traditions to want to believe in the lord May we operate in the power gifts in the name of Jesus. 
I said may we operate in the power gifts in the name of Jesus. Now number three. Why do we need to operate in the power gifts? What is the importance of operating in the power gifts? Number three. To build the church of God. To build the church of God. We all know from Matthew chapter 16 verse 18 that Jesus is building his church. He told Peter, he said, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. Jesus is building his church. But Jesus, the church builder, operated in the power of the Holy Spirit. Manifested in signs, wonders, and miracles. We can never build the church without the demonstration of the power of God. Without the demonstration of the power of God. There is a dimension of church building. That requires us to operate in the power of the Holy Spirit. To operate and flow in the gifts of the Spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. The people we must build are supposed to first of all come to church. Or come to Christ and then to church. But for them to come Jesus said power is needed. Is it making sense here? The people we must build, the people we must disciple, must believe in Christ first. And Jesus said, for you to believe, you must see signs. The power must be demonstrated. That is why I'm saying there's a dimension of church building that requires the operation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. In Colossians chapter 2, Verses 6 to 7, Paul is speaking to the Colossian church. He says, those of you that have come to Christ, continue walking in him. Verse number 7, he says, rooted and built up in Christ and established in the faith as you were taught. But for them to believe in Christ, power is needed. We have a problem with evangelism in our time. Churches are struggling to have people on Sunday morning. Because we have not allowed the power of God to operate in and through us. We have not allowed the gifts of the spirit to be demonstrated. The result is that instead of building the church, there is nothing we are building because churches have no people. When Jesus talks about the church, he's talking about the body of believers. But he says for them to believe, they must see something that science cannot give them. They must see something that education cannot give them. And that thing they must see is what? Power. 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 Acts 1 verse number 8. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall witnesses to me. In Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria. And unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And part of that power is the manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Called power gifts. Power gifts. Somebody will operate in the gifts of the spirit and you are one of them in the name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus. <laughs> now hear this. In Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 to 16 we don't have time to read all the verses but in verse number 11 he talks there of the apostles the pastors, the evangelists, the prophet, the teacher, Glory be to God. And he says, these ones, these offices have been put in place, verse number 12, for the equipping of the saints. 
to do the work of ministry for the equipping of the saints to do the work of ministry now here it is jumping the rest of the verses to verse number 16 he tells us there about how the church is going to be built how the church is going to grow it says it shall grow by what every joint supplies it shall grow when each part of the body here this does is share when each part of the body does is share is share is share meaning each and every child of god must be aware of his or her spiritual gifts because it is by the exercise of these gifts that we are going to build the church of god says the manifestation of the spirit has been given to each one for the profit of all that means every child of god is ordained for profiting we are supposed to profit the church we as individual leaders must profit the body of christ and i want to thank god for his servants that are here with us now in case you don't know god has sent them to help us to help the local church is it making sense here sometimes we think what have they come to do no they have come to help the local church they would have decided to stay in Manchester and Nigeria. These people are busy people. And like the man of God has always been talking about the pastors, the men of God from Nigeria, that they have got their own ministries and a lot of parishes under them. Why should they sacrifice to come here? It's because they have come to help the local church. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about Paul, who in a dream he saw a man of Macedonia. Calling him said, come and help us. I believe they have received the Macedonian call to say, come and help us. Come and help us. That is why we must take these meetings seriously. Because they are meant to help us, the locals, to do ministry better. Hallelujah. They have come to stand with us to conquer the principalities and the power of our territories. So we can have breakthroughs in ministry. You understand that shout hallelujah. It says each part, each ministry, each pastor, each leader, each church elder, each deacon must play his part. And you can't play your part well without allowing the manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We are here to build the church of God together with Christ. The Bible says... We are laborers together with him. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9. We are laborers together with him. He is building the church. We are building together with him. But for us to do that, we need to operate in the power of the gifts of the spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. The next one very quickly. Why is it important for us to operate in the power gifts now listen to this is for effective spiritual warfare for effective spiritual warfare the bible says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places ephesians chapter 6 
and verse number 12. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 12. Dear brothers and sisters, ministry is not fanfare. Ministry is warfare. And we thank God for that prayer we prayed. Against the schemes and devices of the wicked one. He's a manipulator. That is what we've been taught this morning. That the devil is a manipulator. He's a manipulator. He fights. And Jesus acknowledged that fact. That building the church is not going to be easy. Matthew 16 verse 18. He said, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That means the guests of hell will try to stop the advancement of the church. And for us to wage effective warfare against the guests of hell, we need to operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, including the power gifts. Including the power gifts. He has got many weapons, I mean the evil one. The Bible says, no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. Isaiah 54 verse 17, I can tell you that devil has got many weapons. Sickness is one of them. That is why we have been given the gifts of healing. So we can scatter sickness, including the ones that medical science cannot handle. May we go and heal the sick in the name of Jesus. May we go and work miracles of healings in the name of Jesus. Now listen to this. In Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. Jesus spoke to his disciples. He said, let us cross over to the other side. And the Bible says they took him along as he was. And there were other boats aside the boat that Jesus was in. And in verse number 37, the Bible says, and a great wind storm arose. Life can be full of storms. Ministry can be full of storms. What do you do if you are not operating in the power gifts, especially the gift of faith, which operates by declarations, decrees. Job 22 verse 28. You will also declare a thing and it shall be what? Established. A great wind storm arose. What if Jesus did not manifest this gift? That day would have been the utter end of his ministry. Because that storm did not come to have fun with him. That storm did not come to have picnic with the disciples. It came to scatter the ministry of Jesus. But in verse number 39, the Bible says, And Jesus arose and said to the waves and to the sea, Peace be still. That was the exercise of the gift of what? Faith. And the Bible says, And there was great calm. Immediately, sir. Immediately, sir. We need to exercise the power gifts in order to wage effective warfare against the forces of darkness that want to suffocate the church. I therefore decree this hour, standing on this gift of faith, that every storm raging against your ministry is terminated in the name of Jesus. I said it is terminated in the name of Jesus. I said it is terminated in the name of Jesus. Every satanic limitation on your ministry 
on your vision. We scatter it in the name of Jesus Christ. We scatter it in the name of Jesus. We scatter it in the name of Jesus. We scatter it in the name of Jesus. Where the devil said you will not reach, you will reach in the name of Jesus. What the devil said you cannot acquire, you will acquire in the name of Jesus. What the devil said you cannot achieve, may you achieve it in the name of Jesus. I said may you achieve it in the name of Jesus. I'm speaking to the four winds of the earth to release to you the assistance needed in your ministry in the name of Jesus. Your ministry shall not lack helpers. Your ministry shall not lack resources. Your ministry shall not lack testimonies. In the name of Jesus. You believe that shout it louder. Amen. We may please be seated. Thank you. Praise the name of Jesus. We are in the battlefield. We are in the battlefield. And in the battlefield we need to operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. One of which is the gift of faith. The gift of faith, which is the supernatural endowment of faith that helps us to encounter oppositions at hand. Oppositions at hand. Hallelujah. All right. One or two more very quickly. The next reason why it is important for us to operate in the power gifts is authenticity credibility this kingdom oppressed by authenticity credibility credibility gifts of the Holy Spirit are there to help us have what we say confirmed if I say God is a healer brother come you need to be healed. And no gifts of healings are manifesting. The guy will go away sick. Say, hey, is it just speaking? <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. That is why in Mark chapter 16 verse 20, the Bible says when they went out, meaning the apostles, when they went out, Jesus went with them. Confirming the word with what? Signs following. And everyone said, wow, we need this. <laughs> they say he's a healer and we are getting healed. Is it making sense? So we need to operate in the power gifts and every other gift of the spirit for authenticity. For authenticity. Gifts of the Holy Ghost when they are manifesting, healings are taking place, signs and wonders are taking place, then it becomes evidence that the word of God is surely the truth. The word of God is no lie, it is true. Because we've seen the evidence of what these people are claiming and proclaiming. Somebody shout hallelujah. Here it is. You remember... <laughs> Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 17 verse 24 the woman of Zarephath 
said to him after a miracle was performed. I actually have a handkerchief. It's because the word of God is sweeter than honey in the honeycomb. <laughs> but God bless you. Hallelujah. Now hear this. When a miracle was performed at Zarephath in the house of the widow of Zarephath, the woman going straight to that verse, 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 24, the Bible says, Now, this woman said to Elijah, Now, by this I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is the truth. Now I know. The meaning is, before now I didn't know. Is it making sense? It was just a matter of, <clears throat> he says he's a man of God. He's a man of God. He's a man of God. Hallelujah. It reminds me of some few years back, before we started the church, I, I was with, with these two brothers here. So I was explaining to them what God had spoken that we should start a ministry, a church. And I talked about so many things that God spoke about a river that is flowing from within to the ends of the earth. I, we, we, we had a night of prayer. Yes, it was a night of prayer. I explained all that. And then there was a man of God, a prophet from Blanta, who came uh, to minister in the long way. So I told them, I said, I want to attend the meeting. So I went, I stood in front. That was somewhere around 2009. I stood in front. I mean, I sat, they gave me a front row, a front seat. And then after he finished preaching, he said, remove the chairs because it was deliverance time. So I went to stand at the back because I knew with deliverance there would be commotion in the place. And then he said, there was a man who was sitting here. Where is he? And so people knew it was me. So they said, Pastor Band. So I, I lifted my hand. He said, my, my, he said, my, 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 my. My friend, when you sat here, I saw rivers coming out of you. And he, he knelt down, he started crying. And then he said, now I know <laughs> that what you told us last night is true. <laughs> so I said, you mean all this time? I explained everything you he said no now I know so we need gifts of the Holy Spirit for authenticity we have been called yes but we need our callings to be authenticated and the power gifts is one of the channels God has given us for that authenticity Otherwise, people will always take us for granted. They will take us, ah, ah, that's how they speak. You know, pastors these days. And everyone is a prophet. Everyone is an apostle. Everyone is called evangelist. Everyone is a pastor. They will never take us seriously. But when power is demonstrated, then they will wake up. And they will begin to say, wow, we need this. Somebody shout hallelujah. I therefore decree this hour that our ministries shall not be without power. I 
our ministries shall not be without power. Our ministries shall not be without power. Our ministries shall not be without evidence. In the name of Jesus. We may be seated. Praise the name of Jesus. Of course, we need to caution ourselves. Because the Bible does show us from Matthew 24. In verse 24, that false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform lying wonders. So we must look at this with caution. I need to balance it. Because there are also false Christ and false prophets that are also performing what? Wonders, but they are called lying wonders. Which calls for what? Discernment. Discernment. The man of God talked about preaching that is self-centered and preaching that is Christ-centered. Ministry that is self-centered and ministry that is Christ-centered. So it is very easy to tell that this ministry is what? Self-centered and this one is Christ-centered. So city to city, encounter with God, global mission is a Christ-centered ministry. How do I know? Since they came, they have been talking about what? Power belongs to Jesus. Not power belongs to apostle. <laughs> but power belongs to Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. And I noted that every time he wanted to talk about, because I'm very observant, every time he wanted to talk about a particular testimony, eh, you would say, to the glory of God. It's not like, eh, it's, it's us, it's us. We can shout hallelujah and then people fall under the power. No, it says, to the glory of God. Christ-centered ministry promotes, exalts, and magnifies Jesus. Hallelujah. I decree this hour that as God uses us in the operation of the power gifts, we shall give all the glory to him in the name of Jesus. I said we shall give all the glory to him in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't have to finish the whole syllabus. May we rise on our feet. <laughs> Lift your hands. Let's appreciate him. Let's give him thanks. Let's give him praise. Let's give him glory. Let's give him honor. Celebrate him. Somebody lift your voice. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Give him honor. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we exalt you. We glorify your holy name. 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 Lord, we give you thanks. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you glory. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. We celebrate you. We celebrate you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name. I want us to pray. I believe we need to pray. I want us to pray for the revival of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives and ministries. Revival. What is to revive? To revive means to bring back to life. To revive means to bring back to life. 
we want to pray for revival, the revival, the resuscitation, the return of the true manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives as ministers and in our respective ministries. May we lift our voices and pray. Revival. Revival of spiritual gifts. Revival of spiritual gifts. Revival of spiritual gifts. Revival. Revival of spiritual gifts. The return of the manifestation of the gifts of the spirit. The gifts of the spirit. The gifts of the spirit. The gifts of the spirit in the church, in our lives, in our ministries. In the name of Jesus, for the profit of all, 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 in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we give you thanks, Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' precious name. I think we need to pray. I sense that we need to repent on behalf of the church. I don't know in other countries, but I want us to pray repenting on behalf of the church in Balai. For what? For the abuse of spiritual gifts. We've had all kinds of stories about men and women of God abusing spiritual gifts. The Bible says that the gifts are for the profit of all. And yet they are given to each one. But as the gifts are manifesting in one particular individual, it is for the profit of all. But many other times when the manifestation of spiritual gifts has been used for personal gain and self-aggrandizement on the part of many ministers, We've used the manifestation of spiritual gifts to draw attention to ourselves. To ourselves and not to Christ. We want to repent on behalf of the church in Malawi. Are we ready to do that? May we lift our voices and pray. Shakata Rigadei Basuta Ragadei Makata Nabasa. Father, we come, yes, in all humility. We come in all humility. We come in all submission and surrender. Father, to confess. Father, to repent. Yes, O oh Lord, the evil. Yes, Almighty Father, of abusing spiritual gifts. Of abusing spiritual gifts. Of abusing spiritual gifts. Father, forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us for misusing spiritual gifts in the church. Forgive us for misusing spiritual gifts in the church. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Forgive us, O oh Lord. Forgive us, O oh Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. 
Forgive us, O Lord, for abusing and misusing spiritual gifts. Forgive us, Lord, for using spiritual gifts for personal gain and for self-aggrandizement. Have mercy on us. Consecrate the church. Consecrate me. Consecrate all the ministers, the fathers, the elders. Consecrate and sanctify us. Consecrate and sanctify us. Consecrate and sanctify us. Consecrate and have mercy on the church, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you thanks. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, mighty Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name.